0: Welcome to the High Performer Blueprint Podcast, where busy professionals learn the habits to become a high performer and live the healthy lifestyle they dream about. I'm your host, Leak Bola. Let's go. Today, we are joined by John Kimball, owner of Kimball Fit. John, how you doing today?
1: What's up, man? Good. Always
0: good. Uh, It's great to hear. I'm glad to have John on here today. It's always great when we can have someone share their story that we can use as inspiration to help you out on your journey so before we get into that john please introduce yourself to the audience awesome yeah john kimball
1: yeah owner of kimball fit and just raised born and raised in Sims 4, louisiana originally i'm adopted my birth descended as cuban but that's where i'm from and that's where i've always been raised at and i'm 18 years old just turned 18 like the 31st of october
0: Uh, man congrats man I know uh, you've uh, started getting into the fitness and really helping out um, as your journey is gone and now I know you're really wanting to share on and you know I'm glad to give you this experience because I can remember my early days of doing coaching everything as well and I know you have a story to tell so let's kind of start off with that as of where you're at now like what was the darkest moments for you on your journey so far
1: Yeah, well, it all started... I mean, actually, I was raised, born and raised in a good Christian-based home. However, you know, I always like to say your vibe attracts your tribe, right? So the people you hang around is ultimately a reflection of you. So I started hanging around this guy who... This little brother, his big brother, was like the biggest known drug dealer in the city. So I started hanging around his little brother, and then that influenced my behavior. And ultimately, that laid me down a path of just crime and all this other stuff. But the darkest moments, of course was when i had gotten arrested for i think it was like possession of a daily weapon possession of stolen goods possession of illegal drugs fleeing from police breaking and entering and you know it was the darkest moments of my life but it's like the law of polarity right you're you can't experience the highest of the highs if you haven't gone through the lowest of lows so i just use all of that and take it as the prerequisite to making who i am now
0: that's good man i know um, we all have those different points in our moment that uh, we have to overcome and it's used as uh, really a jumpstart for us. So like, what was the turning point for you where you have led you to the path you're on now of, you know, giving that light to others with their fitness?
1: Right. So this is where fitness came in my life, played in my life and saved it ultimately because I had- tried to take my life twice by dislocating my throat from my neck and they put me in a psych ward a psych unit for a few days a couple days and that's really where it was the turning point in my life because they wanted to prescribe me to therapists put me on meds they wanted to send me to rehab and all this stuff because i was originally addicted to vices like alcohol and i had to spend like 24 hours of my time in the in the psych unit inside of an isolated room where they observed me through a window and every five minutes they would come and check on me to make sure I wasn't passed out or seasoned out or something. So ultimately I was like, no, I don't need that shit. The only thing I did was when I went out of the psych ward, when I, I woke up off of the couch of a bad hangover, I just like did a bunch of stuff, like drank alcohol, I pop some pills, smoked some weed. And I was like the therapist and none of that helped. The only thing that helped mm-hmm. was, Right when I got off the couch, I ran in the kind of I ran in the bathroom mirror, my bathroom mirror. I ran in and I looked myself in the eyes and I called myself out on everything I was doing wrong. Right. So and I always say peak physical performance, like intense physical action is a gateway to the higher frequency. So I took accountability and blamed myself for my own actions instead of looking for an outlook to blame others. And I ran five miles right after I got off the couch because I was boxing at the time. So I ran five miles, got my heart rate up, got my blood oxidation level moving, and my self-talk was directly aligned into everything that I wanted to become. So those two actions mixed together created that moment of a high frequency, which put me in flow state and led me to a greater purpose, like building upon the person that I was. So like that's where fitness comes into play, All the fucking time. Every time I'm going negative, I just hit hit the floor, do some burpees, and it ultimately gets me to that higher frequency state. Because that's what saved my life was fitness and nutrition. So that's why I go around preaching it.
0: That's great there, man. I know the big step that you had to take was taking accountability, right? Once you were able to take accountability, you were able to correct what you needed to have happen in that moment. So what led you to wanting to share that? You know, obviously you said fitness and nutrition helped you out. So what made you want to share that and to help others through your coaching?
1: So when people when I came out of the psych ward and I was yeah still in high school and they were just asking me, like, how did I get so much better? Because I bettered myself. And people just kept asking me and asking me about mindset stuff, fitness stuff, and because I overcame what was hardest for me and they saw that. So I was like, Oh wow. And then like this is this feels really good helping all these people. And they just came to me and asked questions and they were saying how much I impacted their lives. And that's when I knew that I had a purpose of giving back to everyone that I took away from, you know. So I caused so much pain on my life. I just knew that I had the obligation. I was obligated to give everything back to everyone else. That's my only purpose in life is just to heal myself and to give that person to others. So that's what made me start to share everything was I just just going through some shit and I saw all the pain I was causing to everybody. And I just knew that I had to return it back and help others with their pain.
0: I like that, man, using what you've experienced to help others so they don't have to go through that uh, path themselves. And you can help them, of course, overcome the different things that they may be struggling right now, you know, with the things that they have gone on their journey. The things that you've kind of experienced and that has happened to you, Do you still look on that as like regretting what you went through or do you kind of see it more as just part of your journey of where you're at today?
1: Yeah, man, it's just part of the fucking journey. You can't choose to regret something or not. Regret is instilled within us from like the universe, from a higher frequency that's beyond us. So regret is our guidelines and it guides us to everything in which we're meant to be working on. So I just use that as a past, like you said, just as a part of the story. And I can't choose to regret it or not. It's just already instilled within me. So instead of looking at it and dwelling on it, I just take it and use it as reflection of what everything I shouldn't become. And that's
0: pretty much it. That's good to hear, man, to see that you're not holding back yourself by looking in the past. I think that's a key because often we see how if we let the past kind of us by just always looking at it and we kind of have the regrets and then we're kind of afraid to try and to do certain things that we're fearful. Uh, That's one thing that I really like to talk about a lot is like not allowing the fear to control you. So if you had certain things that have happened where you maybe failed on your journey and you feel like, oh, no, I don't want to go through it again, just understand what happened is in the past, but you have that part of yourself to learn from that and allow to guide you on your journey. So what are some of the habits that you're doing now, John, that has like helped you build the lifestyle that you have right now with like your fitness and nutrition, what were some of the habits that you've instilled in yourself?
1: Those habits those exact ones is the one that I instilled within myself. When I used to try to quit and try to cold turkey, everything, I would throw everything away, but I never had the personal development to follow up behind it so i would try to do it without the personal development so the moment i started implementing like peak physical performance and nutrition and fitness that's when it all changed because when people will come in the program and what i use for myself i teach exactly the same thing which is working on a better self because the personal development journey is a never-ending journey right so you're constantly working mm-hmm. on it and if you're constantly working on something. For projecting towards a better future, you're never past regressing towards anything in the past because you're always in the present moment because you're so proud of yourself for constructing that individual that you always wanted to become. So ultimately, like therapists, right? When I was in the psych ward, they wanted to put me to a therapist, but all she did was magnify the problem. You know, she never really Mm -hmm. do what life coaches like myself does and make them work on a greater purpose such as themselves, and give them habits and actions to push them forward into just a higher frequency. It's either high frequency or low frequency. Mm -hmm. Low frequency is boredism, desires, and vices, And then high frequency is looking at a problem where you only see the solution of it and you're not past regressing on the problem, looking for happiness in the same place you lose it, like instant gratification. So it's just working each and every day on what's most hardest for you, overcoming that doing it little by little every single day, which eventually adds up. Because when you do that, you're so focused on forward progression that you're never going back to those desires and you're never bored because you're always actively doing something. And that's all what I do. And that's what worked for me. And that's what I preach. And that's what works.
0: I like that you mentioned just always working on that personal development. I think we get so caught up and think that once we get past something like the learning kind of stops. I know one thing that really stuck to me when I was uh, reading a book once, and it talked about how after high school, like more than 50% of people will never pick up a book again. So it just kind of tells you just like, if you don't continue to work on development, it's unlikely that you're going to continue to grow. So I think that's always has to be a part of it. As, As we're talking about, you know, fitness and nutrition, Don't forget the other things as far as the development within yourself and the different things that you have to work on with your mindset that is going to help you on your journey. So, you know, what you've done so far, John, with helping the clients you've had, has there been a client that has had an impact on you so far uh, within your coaching? Yeah, of course. There's a
1: client. He's all the way in India. (laughs) He's always and I never he was a complete stranger to me at the start, of course. But this is the thing, right? It's not. A coaching on -on one-on-one where it's like I'm better than you and you have to listen to me like it's just we're all the same I just have different habits than you do because ultimately your habits determine your future so we're all this we're all the goddamn same I just have habits that align me more to my future so it was it was him and he was actually coaching me on some stuff and I was coaching him on some stuff and it's just accountability and we're just always keeping each other accountable for everything so Of course, you know, I mean, you always have those, uh, let's say students or whatever that always have a impact on you. And what I also another habit I love using to raise that frequency is giving to others when they're struggling with something, because I always love to say what you most wish to internally receive within yourself is what's most needed to be given externally onto others. So if you're a depressed, selfish fuck, thinking only about yourself then how about you go outwardly project positivity and give that to somebody else who's depressed. And then ultimately in return, you will get a high sense of clarity and enlightenment yourself. And you'll be like, wow, it isn't just about me. It's about them. Like if I can just outwardly give positivity to other people, then in return, I'll forget about my problems and then I'll get better.
0: Yeah, I like that you mentioned that not only are you Giving to your clients, but you're also understanding that they can help, you know, give something back for you to learn. And I could definitely say that I've learned a lot from the clients I worked in my 10 years plus of coaching because so many people can teach you a lot that you can learn from, not only in just in your coaching, but just other aspects of life that can help you and guide you on your journey. So I think that's so important, as like you mentioned, as coaches, we're not better than someone we're helping them guiding them on what they need to have help but they at the same time they're still able to teach us different things to help us with our coaching just help us in life in general with what we're working on so that is a definitely powerful lesson that we all can learn from that so what's the thing you would tell somebody right now that is struggling with taking action on their journey
1: I was just talking about that on my Instagram, on my story. I was like, procrastination. People always want to wait till the fucking calendar flips on the 1st of January. But ultimately, procrastination is the life that you could have lived, you know? So if you constantly procrastinate Mm -hmm. on your goals, tomorrow's not fucking promised. You have to attack them now. Because let's just say this for example, right? Like, this is just a small example for my mom when she wants to work out. I'm like, well, why she wants to work out tomorrow. I'm like, why don't we just let's just do it now. And then she's like, oh, OK. Mm-hmm. And then she does it now. And then she feels so much better. She's like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. You know, it's just um, they create those. They self-sabotage too much and create imaginary evils. And they just get lazy. They think too much about the situation instead of just running right into into the solution. And then that's what this whole Mm -hmm. thing is. That's what this whole deal is, is slowly 1% each and every day building the discipline that way when that problem does arrive and you're really tested when that alarm goes off, instead of putting it for tomorrow, that's when you're really tested and you're like, that's who you truly are. And that's to see if you're that motherfucker that's going to get up or you're not. And then if you don't, then you take that regret like we were talking about earlier and you just use it as your guidance. And you keep working day by day on the
0: disciplines. Right. That's so key. We will allow procrastination to get ourselves the more that we think about. The more we think about how much work we put in, but we forget the result that we're going to gain from that. Like you mentioned, as soon as you finish the workout, we all always feel a lot better. And we're so glad that we did it. And that's the thing you got to always remember is like, yes, you're going to put the work in, but don't focus on just the work. Remember that result you're going to get from it and why you're working on it. And that's going to keep you going. You're going to have times where you're going to feel like not doing it, but you have to stay consistent and in taking those actions. So, John, man, really appreciate you sharing, you know, so much that has already gone on on your journey and being able to persevere. Now you're helping so many uh, on their journey. So where can our audience get connected with you at?
1: Kimballfit.com on the internet on Safari. That's my website and then kimball underscore fit on instagram i post every single day on there i mean i haven't missed uh a post or early wake up time like 2 30 a.m to 3 45 and like 540 days going because that's my followers on that's my that's my family on there like i don't fucking miss for them
0: awesome definitely get connected with john for the inspiration all the different things that you can have on your journey once again john thank you for joining us today of course man appreciate you for having me thank you for joining us this week to view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode head over to LTA performance 365.com slash high performer before you go make sure you subscribe to the podcast and if you love this podcast feel free to leave a review and if you're ready to create your own high performer blueprint be sure to head over to LTA 365.com and we'll talk soon